All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Hello everyone, welcome, welcome. Um, wanted to, I actually wanted to do this yesterday. What happened was right after our our 100 Talk episode on Monday, lots of rosters, uh, roster rumors dropped, especially those concerning 100 Thieves. So I wanted to talk through those, um, especially because if you listen to our, our past couple of episodes where we've talked about what we think is going to happen with the roster and our perceptions of, you know, money's not going to be there. We're not really going to get too crazy. Um, you might think they contradict or like, like the rosters would make me change my mind about what I think is happening. And I'm here to say I have not changed my mind. So I want to talk through that. Uh, I want to talk about the org's communication and our expectations of it. Some of this stuff is, you know, rehashed from, you know, these are 100 talk themes every year, basically. Uh, I also want to talk about the player market and the, the, the speed at which things are changing. So the other thing I want to do is make sure to actually um, talk directly with chat during this one. So usually with our podcast, we, we don't really interact much with chat because you know, we're doing a podcast episode and we want to be um, good to the audio listeners and all that stuff. But tonight, I definitely want to involve more of your guys' perspective. So um, I'll be working through that with you guys. So uh, I think I think what I'll do first is kind of talk about what I think the market situation is. And then we'll talk about what the rumor, where the the state of hundred T rumors. And then um, I'm seeing, I'm already seeing some takes in chat. Like we'll hold, you know, we'll go through those. We'll talk through them. Um, let's do this. Uh, BC says Travis talked about the market as well. That's cool. Uh, honestly, I didn't, I didn't listen to Travis. I don't know what he said. Um, so if he says something that contradicts what I said, obviously he is a more reliable source. I'm not a source, right? I'm just looking at the situation and thinking about it and processing the clues and putting things together, which is unfortunately not something that I think a lot of people are doing right now. Uh, but I get why. I think of any season, this one has been one of the most chaotic when it comes to uh, trying to read tea leaves because the cues from the org appear to conflict if you're not looking carefully and thinking critically. So, um, the market. So obviously it's been widely reported that basically everybody is pulling back with their spending with the exception of C9. And it sounds like FlyQuest. It sounds like FlyQuest also may be spending a little bit more. They are rumored to have signed Papa Smithy. And, um, I think they are also rumored to ship off to Kui. So they probably have a, you know, Takui is a, a very solid mid lane um, player for LCS slash prospect because he is, you know, he's young and at the beginning of his career. So I think that um, that is a signal that they may be looking to make a, a big move there. So we'll see. Um, but everybody else is in this boat where 
the what what I believe to have happened is that the investment money is pulling back. You know, they have they've had like carte blanche for a while, and now they're having to tighten up given what's going on with the economy, especially in the tech space and the gaming space. And in light of esports just as a whole underperforming when it comes to hard ROI. Now, I know a lot of people don't like this because as esports fans, we don't think in terms of ROI. We think in terms of competition and excitement and like having a league, you know, and trying to build a league. Um, that's not what the investor perspective is usually going to be on these things, too. So we have to be cognizant of that. And for lack of a better word, there is probably more of a bean counter approach being used now because there was the early speculation window about esports and more more viewers than the Super Bowl, right? And that like the growth and the return in the North American market has just not been there factually. It just hasn't been there. So it's hard to keep dumping money into um, a situation where it doesn't look like you're gaining any ground. If you use YouTube views or social media engagement as you know one of your metrics of how engaged is our audience, how much is our brand, you know, known and, and how much is it catching people? I mean, the numbers are down for virtually everybody. We're no exception. Hundred Thieves is no exception. So um I think the reality of the situation is there's just not a lot of money. Now, think of this from a player perspective. You are a North American League of Legends player. Say, you know, say you're actually an import playing in a North American league. You have probably enjoyed the benefits of a hugely inflated salary. And for years and years, <laughs> it's been like, hey, these salaries are getting out of hand. And then, you know, a couple of years ago, especially, things just really ballooned out of control, right? Um, People who signed contracts that still held on to them, you know, say it's like if you if you have two year contract is usually a standard for LCS. Um, honestly, contract terms don't seem to matter much. It seems like people just renegotiate when they want. Um, if a player is traded, they just like give them a new contract. They don't assume old contracts. It's just kind of like whatever <laughs> on on paper. They're supposed to be, you know, a term which is usually two or three years. Um, but if you signed two years ago to a two year agreement, you're coming to the end of your deal. You're on an inflated salary. And now the market has fallen out from under you. You're faced with a choice. You need to either, um, continue to quote, chase the bag or go to the best competitive situation you can go to. Now, right now that seems to be an international situation, whether you're an LEC LCK, LPL, like if, if you are in the running for those uh, regions, good on you. And also you have a better chance of being competitive at the international level. The NA salary buff is not there anymore. It's just not there. And I think um, after C9 basically solidifies what they're doing, no one else really has the bones to, to make things interesting for the remaining players. So if, if you are selling yourself as a player, all of a sudden your market just vanished, right? You're not, there's no money for you anymore. It's like, which team wants you? Okay, cool, cool, let's talk. All right, I want 800,000. Well, we're not paying that anymore. So you'll go to the next team. 
they're also not paying that. You know, so there's this carousel of talking to teams about what the salary is going to be, and it's not going to be good, right? It's going to be much less than before. So given that that's happening, uh, if you don't move quick, then you're done, right? If you, if you have ever resold anything online, you know this, right? If, if you don't go quick, um, your profit dries up. And if you're a player, your salary options are going to be extremely limited if you're not a first mover here. So we're past that point. We're past that point. And I think players have had a very rude awakening as to what resources are available for them right now. I have said, I believe strongly the signals have been there for a while that Hunter Thieves is not going to be spending a lot of money this year. So that would seemingly conflict with what the roster rumors are. Roster rumors, here's, here's what, what has been said, right? Um, Double Lift, the, one of the NA goats, right? Thinking about making a return, 100 Thieves is a leading candidate, right? That's what was reported. Um, and that if that was to happen, the leading other candidates for the roster would be Bjergsen, the other NA goat, right? Uh, Spika, a very top-rated NA jungler, and Busio, who's the, you know, hopefully next-in-line, all-star, young support. Sounds like a pretty incredible roster, and if you are just looking at the nameplates and not thinking about the market pressures, you're probably wondering, hey, didn't we think they're not spending money? Isn't this an extremely expensive roster? The answer is we don't know. But what I strongly guess is that things changed very quickly for everybody involved. We know double said on stream. He does not care about his player salary. He just wanted to go compete. He can make his money elsewhere. Um, so that's good news for us. And then if you are a player as strong as double lift, you have the draw with the players. Uh, Cause you know, whether or not what, what we think of double lift, whether we think he's washed up, right. Or if he's going to come in and be, you know, killer. I think players believe he's going to be killer. And if players are in situations where their salaries are drying up, they're going to focus on competition. And so if you have a double lift coming in on a reduced salary into a position like hundred thieves, guess what? Hundred thieves is a pretty good place to work. And you might take the salary reduction because it, your options are flying away from you. So suddenly Bjergsen, He's made a lot of money. He probably doesn't need the league salary as much. Yeah, I'll go compete with Doublelift and go win a title, right? Spika, he can ride this out too, take a little bit less money, come play with those guys. Now, you don't know what's going on with the top lane. Uh, Travis reported that Someday was in play, which seems to suggest that he's not tied to this Doublelift thing. Um, but obviously it's not a done deal. I'm guessing about salary, right? I'm guessing someday probably wants more money than Hunter Thieves is willing to pay. But that roster, if you were to have someday, Spika, Bjergsen, Doublelift, Busio, that seems like a top tier roster. And I'm telling you right now, if that roster does happen, it's coming at a massive discount. It's not you cannot look at those nameplates and think that they are getting for 2023 what they would get in 2022 or 2021. Okay. 
here's, here's the other portion of this, right? Is that um, there are... How do I say this? So with things being really unsure in the scene right now, if you're the GM, you are constantly evaluating the options before you. It is very likely, I don't know this for sure. I don't know any of this for sure, right? I'm just connecting dots as much as we can. It is very likely that you do not have a fully fixed budget number to work with. It's going, to, it's going to be a balance of what opportunities are available to you and a range of a budget, right? So they may have said, hey, guys, we are not spending a lot on salary. You got to make something happen. Then all of a sudden, this interesting shiny object comes along, double lift. Hey, you know what? We might be able to get double lift at a drastic discount, pay him a fourth of what he used to make. Maybe we can make the budget stretch to accommodate that, especially if he's going to bring other pieces for cheap. That suddenly gets interesting, and maybe the org opens the wallet a little more. Okay, Now, in terms of ranking of where that would put us with spending, I don't know where we'd rank among the other teams. Right? We may still end up being one of the top uh, roster numbers, but the fact is we're drastically reducing what we spent from last year. There's no way, even if we got all those insane players, there's no way we're paying them what we paid our last roster, our 2022 roster. It's just not happening. So that's where I stand with all of this. I think like I still believe firmly in the reduction of resources going to the LCS program because guess what? It just doesn't have that much measurable return. Now you and I both, we may not care so much about measurable return. We want to see our favorite team. We want to see people compete. We believe in the heart, the passion, the competition. We're not answering to investors. How, ma- like, how much money do you think these programs lose every year? We know they're not profitable. If you are bleeding multi-million dollars every year on just this program, like how many years do you want to go losing other people's money at that rate? And how, how many years can you go that they'll let that happen? Okay, now let me let me stop here and read some of what you know is is being tossed in chat because I don't want to just neglect you and monologue the whole time. Sid said, "If it's up to someday, he's not leaving." He has said many times he would retire under thieves. I think that was said when there was more money. Um, I I think someday would have to take a lot less money, and he may or may not be willing to. Someday is a player who has played for a long time. He may or may not be willing to. Um, Mont says, Tenacity now being reported to go to EG. Yes, that I think as of, was that yesterday or this morning? Um, That's the report. What does that tell you? That probably tells you that it's going to be drastic reduction of someday salary or somebody new. It's not Sniper. Can't be Sniper. Please no solo. That's all I can say. Um, Justin said, can we talk about being abandoned by tenacity? Abandoned is a strong word. I mean, we, I mean, we lined that guy up honestly for the start of this year. It was like, Hey, six man roster. Let's like get him worked in someday just went on a tear and you have to go with the player. That's the strongest at the moment. Um, he needs a starting spot and he wants to be paid like a starting player. I'm sure he wasn't before. Um, so yeah, I don't blame him at all 
for going elsewhere. Uh, I am surprised that, you know, I'm assuming what happened is he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't come down in salary enough for it, it to make it work with us, or maybe someday is coming down enough. So he, there's no spot for him right now, but I don't view it as abandonment by tenacity personally. Um, that I don't really think that. Um, I think Coco Kanda says, I think the verbal agreement between tenacity to EG is if someday stays that I don't think, I don't think you can really do verbals that way. Like, I think the, the principle is probably correct, but I think like if you have a verbal agreement, it's not contingent on, well, I might stay here. You know, you, you, you don't go all the way to verbal without that is my intuition. Um, some people talk about the double lift and someday beef. I feel like that was a thing. Um, I feel like that was a thing for a while. It tapered off though. Glenn, the poet. Hi, by the way. Um, just wondering about drafts to be honest, hyperbolic or not. People go back to hands diff champ pool, which is moot. If the coach or team doesn't want you to play a pick. Um, so I guess that's in reference to, um, some of the other players. So I'm going to, I'll let that one go for now. Bible hints from Jesus says you think double lift is like the Brady effect where people are willing to come play with him for a discount in this market. Yes. I don't think that would have been really true. Um, maybe two years ago and maybe a little bit last year. I think people could sense that this was going to change. Um, I definitely think good players want to be around good players. So there's a pull there, but usually it's going to come down to numbers, right? Um, unless, unless there's not a, a, a drastic market change, which, Hey, welcome to drastic market change. Squiz says, I hate our alleged roster of someday speak up Bjerg double of Busio. I'd be interested to hear why you hate it. Um, I think like if, if I'm right about resources, I think that's an incredible get if we're able to make that happen, which we're going to talk about what pressure that creates um, in just a bit. Uh, Double if has the grind mindset. I think he could be good again. Yeah, I think that's probably true too. I don't think he'll be what he used to be, but he'll be good. You know, um, getting Bjerg has a draw for speaking. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely believe that. Um, bleeding multi-millions is good for tax losses for dudes with a lot of money. Yeah, no, you're not going to want to lose millions. <laughs> it's not just a one-to-one -one tax write-off. Um, the LCS BC says if the LCS program is costing seven plus million total, I don't know where that number came from. Ta Travis mentioned a guess number two to three million that the LCS gives org. Uh, so yeah, that is a lot of money that gets eaten. I don't know where you pulled that number from. If it's right, then yeah, I mean the math there, four or five million dollars of of loss. That's a lot. Um, sorry, I know I'm really far behind chat. I'm, I've scrolled way up, so let me skim a little bit. Uh, Steady says, someday deserves what he makes, and he's at the end of his career. He needs to do what's best with for him. Yes, totally agree with that. I am, um, someday is my favorite player ever, right? And I would prefer <laughs> to ride off into the sunset with him, but yeah, he's got to do, he's got to do what he's got to do. Uh, Mont says, solo rumored to TSM. Thank Jaja, because I do not want to see that guy's face in Under Thieves jersey. Uh, Coco said, I'd like to hear what Jordan has to say. He's been quiet the whole time. Yeah. He, you know, he's, he's he must have a little frog in his throat there. Um, let's see. Trano says everyone has to look out for themselves. Can't blame young player for wanting a shot. Assuming we're talking tenacity here. He couldn't wait forever, especially with sniper in the system. Yeah. So 
whatever happens, even if it's someday, I think we're like in general sniper waiting room, which, Hey, that could get tricky now that Papa Smithy is gone. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can still hold on to him. I think, you know, Papa and uh, sniper had a very close relationship. So uh, are we rumored to get the mad lion coach? Yes. That's Koss or Cass. I don't know what he goes by, um, but I honestly, I don't know much about him, so I can't really, you know, go into that. Gwiz says, really don't like us getting Beard and double lift. Really wish we had run three rookie sophomore players and two vets. So that's a matter of principle. It's like, do we want a full rebuild or do we want to try and still win? And it, the rumored roster seems like a we're trying to win roster instead of like a development rebuild situation. Um, so it sounds like you prefer the rebuild. I, I think if if the numbers are magic for this roster, I think you have to say yes to that, especially if your goal is to lose less money. Presumably, some of these players, you know, these are like biggest name players around uh, in, in North America. So it's kind of hard to deny that. Uh, Pat Level said, any idea or rumor who our new GM is, who's building the roster at the moment? Um, and if Chad already answered this, sorry, but I don't, think that anything has been said. The only thing I think we can feel sure about is that there is a GM because like some people seem to think there's not a GM. There's gotta be a GM based on everything that's happening. You don't just let yourself float. You don't make milk step in. There's, there is a new GM in place. I'm certain of it. Um, so we'll just see when they want to reveal that. And we'll talk about that later. Um, let's see. Junsi said, I saw a rumor that Closer would still come back as well. Interesting if he would also be a player to take a discount. He would need to. I'm almost, again, I am, I'm not letting go of this principle. I definitely think anybody who's sticking around needs to take a roster, uh, takes a salary deduction. Um, Closer has enough draw that maybe he could even like get back to the EU or something like that. He may have tried that already. Um, and he's really good, you know, so of of the players that can try and force a higher salary still, he's got to be one of them, right? And so maybe he doesn't want to compromise too much to stay with 100 Thieves, uh, especially with the strength of the, the speaker rumors, which complicates things. Um, Make It Randall said, I swear for the last two years, we've always thought someday would retire for him to pick it up and be the best of the league. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, a, it's every single time you think it's going to be time for him finally, and he kills it, so... How do you feel about Spica over Closer? I don't like it. I, I don't rate Spica as highly as everyone else does, but that's probably because, you know, I you can trust analyst opinions more than mine, obviously. I, you know, I'm an idiot by comparison, but I just don't see it in the same way. It's like every time someone brings up how good Spica is, it's like nine man sleep. It's like, okay, he, yes, he hit a crazy skill shot that one time with the bowling ball, but it's like, that doesn't prove he's like a good consistent player. He is a good consistent player. But Closer, I think, like has that extra juice to him. He's got the dog, whatever you want to call it, right? And um, I'm not saying Speaker definitely doesn't have that, but I see it more out of Closer. And it's just kind of, I like to have an engine like that in the team. Closer is definitely a leader. Um, yeah, so if not someday, who would you want on top? I, do, I honestly don't even know. Impact or Summit, I don't think either of those would, would happen. Obviously, if I, if I want one of those, I want Summit. Um, Impact is is kind of like a it's close to a one to one with someday. I personally think someday's better, so I'd prefer to have him. But Impact plays a similar style. Um, maybe pulls out crazier champs every now and then. But um, he's also you know very advanced in his career. So there's a lot there. Uh, I'm gonna skip down a little bit more. 
Atlas says, one, inter- one interesting thing Tim mentions is that people are jumping to conclusions about why Papa and Reaper left and connecting it to Rastria. Okay. Whew. Yes. Shall we talk about that? Yeah. So, <laughs> Mott said, Cole Speaker was the 2021 summer MVP and Closer wasn't, so dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Mott. Um, Hey, Poppy may not end up meta anyway, so. Okay. F- first of all, uh, Tim mentioned that people are jumping to conclusions. Yes, he's right. People are mentioning, jumping to conclusions about why Papa and Reaper left. Um, the most obvious aspect of that would be resources and investment. I know Papa Smithy in our Discord um, seemed to, you know, suggest that he really wanted more content for the team. So that could be a thing. Um, I think Papa Smithy deserves to be one of the highest paid GMs in the league. So if, if pure money is a factor, that could also be a thing. Um, he also could just not be cool with the idea that we're blowing things up. And I do want to caveat this, that like, so say the situation was, that Hunter Thieves is basically like, hey, we are we are tightening the budget and we can't do all of these things. Like, so it's very money related. Um, and they kind of can't resolve that, and Papa Smithy leaves. This whole double lift thing evolved after that decision was already made. So, you know, it could it, they Hunter Thieves could just be changing their strategy based on the options available to them, like what cards they're being dealt right now, which is reasonable. Um, it's sad. In my opinion, it's sad to lose Papa Smithy. I, I, I really liked having him around. Um, and I thought he did a very good job and he obviously, you know, this, he took us to our program's peak. So it's hard to argue against that. I still think it's, it's about resources and maybe part of the resources thing is player development. Maybe it's like, okay, we're not going to invest so heavily in hundred next and Academy. All, none Again, I want to reiterate, and I don't know any of this. I'm just saying thoughts out loud. Um, so that could be a component as well that is closely tied to money. I don't know. But Tim's technically right. We don't, <laughs> we don't know what has happened, all right? And it might not be about specific roster decisions. And whatever roster rumors are circulating now should not be connected to that because they happened later, you know? I mean, Occam's Razor... It's about resources, but that's, you know, that's all we know. And it's all, it's of course going to be a multivariate thing too. We, there are plenty of factors and we can only make assumptions and, you know, unless someone says something, which why would they say something? So speaking of why, why would they say something? Um, I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about, communication and the GM thing. Uh, I've seen a lot of people upset about, uh, about the lack of communication from the org. So first this, and I'm asking this rhetorically, but I'm also simultaneously actually asking it to chat. What communication do you want from the org? Okay. So please feel free to say what you, what you're saying there in the chat. Um, so in my, <clears throat> excuse me, in my mind, there's a couple of things you guys probably want to know. 
one, who the GM is. So let's talk about that. Why do we need to know who the GM is right now? Papa's probably because Papa Smithy left and no replacement was alluded to. So are we, um, are we unsure if there's a GM working for us right now? Is that the concern? I promise you, <laughs> I mean, 99.99%. Yes, there is a GM in place working. Um, so to me, it's like, yeah, I, I get, I get not knowing is like, oh, that's frustrating. But what do you have to gain right now by saying who the GM is? Consider what's happening right now. Say you're the new GM hire and you are working things through right now. And the fan base has come to believe that we are getting double lift Bjergsen, Spica, Busio, right? And maybe keeping someday per the report. Again, first of all, Travis's own report is that this is, this is a candidate situation. Hunter Thieves is the leading candidate, not verbals have been reached and this is happening. <coughs> it's everybody's evaluating options. Double lift is considering Hunter Thieves. And if double lift goes to Hunter Thieves, there are these other dominoes that might happen that are pretty cool. It doesn't matter. Now that that's out there, fans automatically assume that that is happening or that that's the current plan or that there's been verbals for that. If you are the new GM and that's not the case, what's going to happen if this falls apart? What's going to happen if Double Lift doesn't choose this, right? You don't want to announce, here's my new GM. And then immediately after that, everything the fans were exciting themselves about evaporates, right? And, and like, maybe it wasn't there in the first place, but the GM is still going to be measured against that expectation that was unfairly set based on the reporting. So <coughs> that sucks. Also, the, the leak from Travis, <coughs> it doesn't just hurt with expectation setting, which it certainly does because now everybody thinks that we're getting those players. Um, it also makes your negotiations more difficult because now other orgs who may, some of them may already have this information, but now they for sure know what you're thinking and what you're doing. They can negotiate against you. They can plan contingencies. They can, um, you know, they, they can put information out there and make the roster negotiations more difficult and more expensive. And at some point, more expensive gets too expensive, you know? So <clears throat> there's, no, there's nothing right now to gain from announcing who the GM is other than for people to know that there is a GM, which I don't think your life is changed by knowing that. Now, someone said, um, Q Grape says, I asked Reaper on stream. He said, Joseph is in charge of the off season. Okay. So, um, that's jungle juice. Uh, if jungle juice is, is holding the off season down right now, I mean, he is, he's the one, um, that has been doing a lot of the scouting in the past. So that kind of makes sense. That's a fit for him. Um, holding those responsibilities while there is a new GM steady says, um, Tim confirmed on Reddit that they do have a GM. So yes, we know. Okay. Then if that that's confirmed from Tim for sure, we have a GM in place so we can put that to bed. Right. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it's like tossing somebody straight into the, into the fire, right? Throwing them straight into the deep end or something like you, you start your job with this 
crazy expectation that may not be reality and it may not be even doable based on how much money you have to work with. So, <clears throat> um, going back to some of your guys' answers on what communication you want. Um, someone said, Nade Shot Video, Atlas said, Nade Shot Video and about direction is still coming. Just want that. Understand things are not finalized. So you want information about what direction we're heading. Okay. Um, and Trev agrees with that. The direction to our LOL program is a game called, oh, hey, never mind. I misread you, but the direction to our LOL program is a game called Valorant. I agree with that, by the way. I think Valorant's going to be the, the favorite child of Hunter T Esports for sure. Um, an explanation about the lack of content around the League of Legends team, an explanation about the direction of the LOL program in general. Okay. So let me talk about both of those things. I'm going to, um, I'm going to say that I'm going to break it into two pieces. So the direction of the league program in general, again, we are in the middle of an off season where we are actively negotiating with players. First of all, the direction may change based on options that become available. So announcing it does you no favors until things are locked in. If you notice, we don't ever do that. Earth Thieves never tells you what the direction is before the players are locked in. It's always afterwards. And there's a reason for that. It's likely going to change. You know what I mean? Like if the dominoes fall your way, you can have a different direction. So it it's... To me, it's kind of pointless to, for them to talk about what their plan is with the roster. We're going to have a developmental roster versus we're going to pay and try and win. We could get either one of those scenarios. So I don't think there's any point to that. Now, with the lack of content around the League of Legends team, <coughs> excuse me, that is the one place where I agree with you know the, all the people who are involved in this complaining on Reddit or whatever. I do think it would be nice for them to address that. However, I'm not expecting it because what would they say? Do you want your, your org to come out and be like, hey, league program, it's really underperforming numbers wise. No one's watching the content. It's really expensive to make it, so we don't want to do it. Um, if no one's going to watch, uh, we're not going to spend as much money on players. Uh, and we're going to cut back on staff and uh, let's go win, right? There's no positive <laughs> to that message. Uh, it's, in my opinion, the signs are there for what they're doing in that respect. And it is what it is. But you, it's just really like, yes, it would be honest for them to come out and say that. But it would also be very detrimental. So... I, I wouldn't want them to do that. Neither do I think they owe it to us. Okay, let's read some more chat. <clears throat> uh, it's Tedward says, I don't feel like the org owes us any info until after the fact. If you compare it to sports franchises and offseason, they don't announce things as they happen. They usually just get leaked to insiders, but the orgs themselves aren't the ones communicating. Um, <clears throat> largely, that's true. Uh, the orgs do make intentional use of leaking. Um, strategically and just sometimes they need to put something out there about a player that maybe they can't save from their own channels. You know what I mean? Like, like what hundred thieves has suffered from in the past when it was very clear that both Medios and Cody son were acting a fool in the first split and hundred thieves wasn't willing to throw them under the bus. So there are situations like that where leaking helps you 
get information out and sports teams definitely make use of that. But <clears throat> you're absolutely correct. They don't, they don't like tell you what their strategy is as they're doing it. Remember, this is a competition between them and the other orgs. Um, Atlas made a comment to Trev, who Trev's thing where the direction of our LOL program is a game called Valorant. He said that narrative blows up if we sign double F and Bjergsen. And again, I would say, uh, if we are getting those players, I feel very confident it's at a drastic reduction. Okay, so don't don't just automatically assume that if we have the the awesome sounding nameplates that we opened the bag for him. Q Grape says he didn't say he's talking about <coughs> Reaper. He said he didn't say Joseph is GM, but he is in charge of offseason that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's how I took your original comment. The lack of content. I get wanting info on that though, been overdue. And yeah, and I identify with that too. Like I I know. Um I don't think it would be wise for them to come out and say what the truth is. But honestly, that's the reason why I'm here right now is because I can say that. And, you know, I might not be right, but I think I am. And I'm not Honor Thieves employee or anything. So I can say what I, what I, you know, see happening. And I think, unfortunately, that's just the reality of it. Leak content is very difficult anyway. It, the, there's a meta to leak content and it changes fast. And the audience is fickle and unreliable. So, um, and I think the audience for North American esports is a lot smaller than we sometimes think it is, <clears throat> even though all you guys are awesome. Uh, let's see. Steady says, I don't know if we have a set direction yet. I think we were testing water, see what's available and going from there. Yeah, I would agree with that assessment though. I, I, I think it's a little, a little more to it than that. I think they are, they have a couple of possible directions and they're trying to work those angles. I don't think it's like we totally have no idea. I think it's hey, we've got these, you know, two or three plans. Let's see. Let's let's kick the can as far down the road as we can. <coughs> um Mont says, "I think if we get our rumored roster and we don't make content on them, we are making a big mistake." I absolutely would agree with that. Um so I hope that something is done. Um but there's no sign from the org at least that that would be the case. <laughs> Their recent history with um with making content has not been very strong around the league org. <clears throat> Sid said, pretty sure content is one of the big reasons we would go after a roster like that. And that is true. Uh, name value and hoping that content is made and good <laughs> is something that would certainly happen. I just don't know what Hunter Thieves commitment to it would be. And we'd probably get a lot of informal content from there, like less, you know, studio produced videos. Um, certainly not like a docu-series, right? <clears throat> Trev says, if this rumored roster happens, then this is our last attempt to gain the momentum and new fans. That, <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, that's a little pessimistic, but it, it may be in a way true. Um, I don't know how many times we can take a swing at like getting fans because people just don't tend to like us. And even when we won, it was very temporary. Uh, with with that so i think what's happening in league is that most people who are fans of na league of legends they're mostly fans of the players and the personalities so as those players and personalities shuffle around so will they <clears throat> good burton says watch FlyQuest get papa and double lift and friends uh it's already reported that they're getting papa 
Um, we'll see about the rest of it. Puff Dog 3 says, can we assume if the rumor roster doesn't happen, it's because Hunter T chose not to or the other way? <clears throat> I think the only reason that rumored roster would be on the table for Hunter Thieves is if um, salary deductions were understood and like, you know, being negotiated. So I, I'm assuming there's no way the players don't know that they're not getting previous value out of these contracts and they're just seeing if they can agree on the numbers. Um, so it depends on how you want to slice that. I, I think in a way it's because Hunter Thieves doesn't want to pay for it. But I don't think, you know, it it's really just comes down to how, what number of those players are comfortable with. And Double If will be the leader, it sounds like. <clears throat> Dargor says, well, isn't the drastic reduction based on the looming recession? There are rumors about LPL teams being blown up because of possible funding. I mean, there is a, a lot to do with that. Yes, because honestly, you know, think of the flow of money here. 100 Thieves has take on, taken on funding rounds throughout the years, right? to keep things going and to do big things buy a call of duty franchise spot by a really expensive, um, compound, right. <clears throat> um, they got to keep doing that because, you know, uh, I, I think there was a quote from, from John, maybe John Robinson. I hope I'm not misquoting them. So please don't take this as the gospel, but I'm pretty sure there's a report somewhere where they said they were expected to be profitable. Um, I think it was end of this year or beginning of 2023. <clears throat> if that is the case, it's not coming from esports, right? So it, the flow of money is still, <laughs> they still have to like get funding on a continuing basis. And I, you know, especially if things are going in tech and crypto, I think the funding faucet is very much closed at the moment. So yes, I would tie those things together. Um, what was the reason for Travis reporting on who's the leading favorite for the trio? Has he reported something like this? I feel like this report can hurt the deal. It can hurt the deal. Um, I'm not, sh I mean, I'm not sure what Travis's goal would be to report it other than having a, you know, a very interesting piece of information that a lot of people want to know and putting it out there. Um, <clears throat> I think I do think it potentially hurts or complicates negotiations. Uh, but I think there's a huge appetite for people to know what's going on in the scene. And that's certainly going to be one of the juiciest things, probably the juiciest in the LCS. Atlas says just double lifts YouTube, which is a stream clips channel gets five times the views of our league channel. Yep. That's exactly. <clears throat> um, Yeah, I think because LCS fandom is so player-based, if someday leaves a lot of 100T fans will leave and maybe riot. I think there will be those fans, but <clears throat> it does seem like he's been with 100T for so long that if you're a someday fan, you've just kind of become 100T's fans. I don't think there'll be a drastic exodus, but certainly there will be people, yes. <clears throat> um, Squiz says, I'm just happy our funding didn't come from a crypto spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, we did get a ton of funding from Cash App, and they appear to not be in a sponsorship position anymore, or at least a drastically reduced one. So, <laughs> you know, they're in that they're in that space. But yeah, at least we're not TSM FTX, right? <clears throat> Trev says, anything Prophet Cole says is a gospel. Okay. You guys can spam that emote if you want. Uh, <clears throat> Sid says that news could potentially get double if better offers. Yes. Which hurts us. Double if and Travis are good friends. I'm not surprised he leaked that. Yeah. I, I don't know because 
<clears throat> Travis, uh, yes, they are very good friends from the beginning, basically, right? And it doesn't seem like it doesn't to me, it hasn't really seemed like Doublelift gets any extra attention from Travis. You guys have to realize like Doublelift is just the biggest name, you know? Like his name is just huge. So obviously any piece of information tied to him is going to be desirable. Um, so I don't think it's so black and white as Travis is like trying to like help him because he's his friend. And maybe there is an aspect of that, but I, I, I don't think it's really about that when it comes down to it. <clears throat> Atlas says, pretty sure Double Lift was the one who gave Travis the okay to leak it. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but, but maybe Travis would told him, he's like, hey, I'm going to report this or whatever. I don't know. It could be. You could be right. I'm not sure. Drek, thanks for the raid, buddy. Um, Racer said, when did the Bjergen double lift rumor happen? Uh, I can't remember exactly. I think it was like a couple days ago that it was really reported. There were, there were like little inklings of it before. <clears throat> thanks for the sub, by the way, Racer. There were inklings of it before that, but I think uh, either yesterday or the day before, that's when it got like a lot of traction. Q Grape says, I'd be happy with someday closer Bjerg double lift Busio, not a speak fan. I would like that better than having Spica <clears throat> for sure. But Bjergsen and Spica, they may be tightly connected. I'm not sure. Um, it's actually kind of an interesting question. If it's like, if, if having closer instead of Spica costs us Bjergsen, probably I'll take Spica, but I love closer. And I would, I, you know, I said on the last episode, if there was a single player from hundred thieves that I would keep to rebuild around, that's closer would be my choice. Um, Finale one first time chat. Hi, by the way, says, do you write Bjergsen over Abadaga? Now, <clears throat> since this is your first time chat, I will give this disclaimer again. I'm not like a smart about league of legends person. So yeah, this is meaningless opinion, but I personally, I, I think I would contextually write Bjergsen over Abadaga. Bjergsen has always been really, really good. There are a couple things to consider. When you, when we get deep into like playoffs and stuff, Abadaga has been really unpredictable because sometimes he's played extremely well and sometimes he has played pretty bad. Um, Bjergsen, I view as way more consistent in crunch time when it counts. And so there's a thing there. And then also Bjergsen uh, has pocket picks that he can pull out like the Zillion, right? Which we suddenly that's our weapon instead of our Achilles heel. Um, that's very nice to have. Um, <clears throat> if we're talking regular season, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I think Abadaga hits really high eyes. I, I rate Abadaga higher than most people do, I think. Um, but to me, there's been enough inconsistency over the three splits that I would view Bjergsen, I think, as the crunch time improvement. And I will say also that um, I still really like Abadaga, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like dying to make a change there. Like if it's not Bjergsen, I probably would be like, let's just keep Abadaga. Like I'm fine keeping him. I like him a lot. <clears throat> uh, what are your roster preferences? I talked about that on the last podcast a bit, um, Burton, but honestly what it boils down to is I don't have any. I'm trying to keep my expectations low because I just don't believe that this is really going to shake out well. Um, I think people are treating this as if it's like a 90% done deal. And I would guess it's more like 20%. So 
<clears throat> I really, I really wouldn't count on that. Um, I definitely prefer Busio to start and I want a new bot laner. I know that for sure. The rest is kind of like, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, I love someday, so I will always root for him and I would be happy to keep him. And I, I like, like I said, I love closer and I would, if I could only keep one piece to build around, it would be him. So <clears throat> I don't even like, I don't crave a whole lot of change, but we'll see what happens. Um, pull peep discord messages at some point and look at the date on it. Sec. Oh uh, yeah. So this is Ray Racer tooting his horn, right? On uh November 1st in our discord, um, Gilly shared the comment, the report from Wulu that closer and Abadaga have allowed, have been allowed to explore other options. And then Racer in response said, someday speak of Bjerg double lift and import support, maybe core. Um, so good for calling your shot, Racer. I'll give you that credit. That's pretty crazy. Um, Don Fons, first time chat. Hi, Don Fons. Welcome. What's the percentage probability on the rumors right now? I mean, I don't, I don't have that information. I said a second ago that I, I would put it more like 20%. That's basically off of feel. <clears throat> the thing that I don't have inside information, right? The, the thing that I, the, that leads me to say that is because all of that is domino based. Like I read that much more as like a chain of events that have dependencies. And if we are a leading candidate, that's great. But we may not, even if we won the contest and double's like, Hey, I want to play for you hundred thieves. That doesn't mean we can necessarily afford him and all the other people. And he may want specific people as part of the package. And if we just can't accommodate that, that could fall apart. Plus, with the report being out there, there may be more teams fielding more lucrative offers for him. So I don't, I just don't think it's a high probability. And I hope I'm wrong because I hope we have something exciting to root for. So it's not like I'm rooting against this necessarily. I think for our image, it would be great. And I think. It would be an interesting thing to watch. It's like future superstar in Busio, hopefully, paired with proven veteran superstars. You know, that's awesome. That's a cool story. Um, and it gives us some hope for the future, especially with Sniper on the way also, hopefully. <clears throat> Coco Cantus says, has the reaction to Reckless coming back to LEC been more positive than DL coming back to LCS one? Uh, I don't I don't know. I hate L LEC, so I'm not paying attention to that. Did I miss the date when the free agents could start to sign? I think it's November 22nd, if I'm remembering right. <clears throat> Verbals are, you know, they usually know by then what's happening, but that's the, that's the day where it can be legal, right? At the very least, this roster will get rid of the import memes. So that's nice. Uh, yeah. Okay. They'll probably always haunt us, though. We'll see. Atlas said, Travis almost outright said in Hotline League, he got the rumor from Double Lift, would talk about it depending on what Double Lift wants. Well, just because he gets that information from him doesn't mean he's cleared to report it because Double Lift tells him that's okay. Especially because Travis isn't going to report anything with multiple sources of confirmation. So I will say that. Um, <clears throat> Knox says, I knew this offseason was going to be crazy, but did not think it was going to go the way I thought it would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a self-defeating sentence, but I think I know what you mean. Bjorg is consistently above average. Abba peaks at well above average mid, but his lows are doo-doo, and he is very up and down. I think that's, you know, it's a little harsh, but I think that's largely a fair um, assessment from Squiz. 
Uh, if, if we get the rumor rush, but someday it would be zero imports. I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. In terms of on paper, everyone's always going to consider someday, uh, an import with the memes though. Right. So there's that Fidel. Hey, he says, Hey Cole, can't stay long. Cause I'm having a girlfriend's place. So I went live. Wanted to stop and see what the water cooler is. Yeah. Roster talk, rumor talk. Actually, I meant to have like a behind me, like a water cooler animation. I just couldn't make it happen in time. Sorry. Uh, VOD on YouTube tomorrow. It's, I, yeah, we're streaming live to YouTube right now. So yes, this will be immediately available. It's available right now. <clears throat> um, Coco Canta says, I'll put this out on audio too. Coco Canta says, this is my conspiracy theory, but I also feel like 100T budget for the LCS is also hanging on the balance of how well the monetization for Valorant will be. Uh, I'm not sure they're looking at it that way. I don't, I mean, certainly at some point the streams cross, but like, I think that they have identified Valorant as more impactful for the org and potentially more lucrative. And so that's that, like, I don't think, I don't think LCS is going to, going to live and die from that. I think the decision's already been made. Hey, we're not doing as much as we used to. <clears throat> Double if it was one source, we had to wait for a second source to prove it. It's in the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right. That's exactly what I said. I'm sure he had another source for that. Um, race have the rumors on cast been backed by anyone other than Alejandro. I don't know personally if someone knows that they can let us know, but I haven't seen it other than him. <clears throat> so, all right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? We can wrap this up. Um, Puff dog says if closer, Ava tenacity and FBI get bought out. That's money. They it's, that's not going to happen. Um, the mo the money is so reduced. I think I think people just no. Uh, plus, aren't the uh, I guess I have to look up the LCS contract database because I don't know when everybody's contracts are expiring. Which I usually know this, but I don't at the moment. So give me a second. All right. <clears throat> so closers through twenty twenty three. Yeah, everybody actually except someday is still continuing. Um, but they would just, uh, they would release these players. I don't think they would do buyouts because I don't think they want to be on the hook for these contracts. You know, um, if it's so like expensive to pay them what their agreed to salary is, I think they just want to dump them. And honestly, I don't like this, but it really seems like teams can just kind of end contracts when they feel like it just kind of terminate things. <clears throat> without much um, redress, redress, redress. How are you supposed to say that word? Redress, redress, redress. Yeah. My wife says redress and she's very, very smart. So I'm going to go with her. Um, so yeah, I, you know, that's just kind of a reality of the situation. Um, which I don't think is ideal for <laughs> the players, obviously. We aren't G2, we would let them go. <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. Sandwich, I'm glad you made it. Unfortunately, you missed most of what I was addressing directly at you about communication and content and stuff like that. But I do love you. Um, Racer, tenacity would be a buyout, I would think, though. I don't know, because I'm, I'm guessing if we, if we could pay tenacity's contract, we would be. But... Yeah, I mean, he is under contract through 2024, so maybe it is. I don't know. 
gosh, I wish we could just have staff people here to just be like, yes or no. <laughs> the report is that it's a buyout. Okay, it's going to be a small thing. Um, my reasoning in the Discord, I replied to you with a message. Okay, let me see here. Oh, okay. It's all good, man. I wasn't actually criticizing you for not being there. I was just joking. Um, anyway. So just to sum up here, I think I'll, I'll get ready and hop off. This actually went a lot longer than I thought. But I think, in general, my message is this, right? I think the principle of not spending money is still true. I think we are cutting the budget so much. I think that principle is even true if we are getting the reported roster. I think we should not plan on getting that roster because it, it is, you know, it was just a, these are candidates thing first, like, hey, we're currently in the lead for double lift. And it seems the way things are worded that the rest of the guys, it's kind of a package. And, you know, if one link in the chain breaks, it may not work. I'm preparing for a less impressive roster. So I would suggest you do the same. Um, the other thing is <clears throat> I don't think it's, it makes any sense to be demanding to know who the GM is right now. Um, not that it wouldn't be nice to know. Cause of course it would be, but the GM is in a virtually impossible situation with this report being out there. Um, so yeah, it's just like, just let it, let it lie for a while and let him work. If he comes up with something awesome like this, he can, he can, you know, announce himself and I was the one who did this awesome and we can applaud. If it doesn't happen, he can say, Hey, here's the roster. Uh, those rumors, they were just rumors and it didn't happen, you know? So I, I think that's a better play for the GM. Um, I don't think the org owes us any information about the direction of the, the the league program at this moment because that is probably still up in the air um, depending on what options come in. And I think that's another thing people need to be conscious of. Options are always changing and evolving and strategy and approach will change in response to what the options are. Um, so please stop yelling about <laughs> knowing who the GM is or that the org won't communicate with time, they will do some communication. It will not be enough to satisfy us. And that's just kind of the way that these things go because who the heck wants to make a video about, Hey, we are not spending money because money is so tight and this is not, you know, we're just losing a bunch of money on this. No one wants to make that video. Okay. I get it. I wish I could know literally every working of the org and every decision that they're making. I, I, I wish I could know all of that. Right. But we're not going to, we just have to, be at peace with that. And finally, sure hope some daddy stays. Not planning on it. I love that guy. I would hate to say goodbye. Uh, Coco, I like one more comment from Chad that I'll read. Uh, Coco Canta is speculating that Jordan is the new GM and he's not here because he's making the hard decisions behind the scenes. I cannot confirm nor deny the rumor that Jordan from hundred talk is the new hundred thieves GM. I will leave it at that. Uh, toss your salad. When do you think they should make an announcement about the new GM before free agency day or when the roster is up together? 
I can I can see an argument for before free agency date <coughs> if they're able to. Um, if not, definitely after. <laughs> Uh, I, I think just wait, just wait. Um, yeah, Yamato cannon. No, I will. I'm going on hiatus if it's Yamato cannon. Also, if we have solo top or Yamato cannon on staff, I am going on. Um, Sam says, I feel like a lot of us aren't asking to be told every decision. We just want something, even a short video about Papa and Reaper leaving. That will come. I think that that, in, that stuff will come, but we have to be patient. Right now, everything changes and everything moves really fast. You can't, it, it would be very unwise to message right now because your messaging may need to change. If it's LS, that podcast just canceled the moon to fly check. Yeah, that's correct. If it is LS, it's not going to be hiatus. It's going to be the end of 100 Talk. So. <laughs> Moving to flight check. Okay. All right. Thanks for being here, guys. Um, I'm sorry if I'm preachy about some of this. I just, you know, I believe very much in being level-headed and patient and try, trying to you know, behave respectably um, out there. And I, I, I don't know. I care about all this stuff, too, just like you do. Um, I think the reality is we just have to wait and see what happens. It's not everyone's favorite answer, but clearly... <laughs> You guys haven't picked up on this now. The 100 talk approach is not to play the game that everybody else plays with this. We're not chasing social media stuff. We're not chasing numbers. We're not chasing impressions. We're not chasing um, hot takes or anything like that. That's not our style. Um, so sorry if it's less entertaining as a result, but we say what we mean. We say what we think. And uh, we try to be reasonable and patient. And that's what we offer for under talk. And so thank you for being along with that. And I'm again, that's just kind of the approach that we're going to take. So that being said, uh, there's no, there's no rec league this week. Cause I have a thing. Um, my daughter has like a, an event, so I'm going to that tomorrow. So no rec league. I'm sorry about that. Um, but we will be back. We will be around and we're working on a couple things to release too. So hang out if you haven't been in our discord already please join that because that's a lot of fun and it's great grouping uh i wish jordan was here so he could complete this so i'll do his duties and mine by saying as always we love you and we miss you already take care wow.